of coronavirus and everything there though though there are like many subtopics it's like you know isolation there's lockdowns there's relationships there's friendships and everything how everyone's doing um i don't know it depends on what you guys want to talk about first mm. i feel like so many people have talked about covid already it's been the main topic of everything yeah so maybe we should probably shy away from it or or just leave it till the end yeah, we can leave it to the end. Yeah. Loneliness? Loneliness. Hey, yeah, loneliness. Loneliness? Loneliness. Okay. Yeah, with the... I don't know if other... To be honest with you, I really don't know if other parts in the world are, are treating things like how Toronto is doing it or everywhere else in Canada. But, um, but basically how it is over here, um, a majority of us stopped working almost a year ago now. And uh, we've been in lockdown, pretty much lockdown ever since. Like, malls are still open and everything, but we're told that we shouldn't really go there. Um, and we, we should only stick to uh, small gatherings and everything. So, it's... Uh, I don't know. I've been in quarantine for a long time. Yeah, actually, you've been pretty strict with your quarantine. Yeah. I, I haven't... Yeah. Like, I, I've been... I think starting August-ish or July, I started to work, I think, once a week. And, like, I worked downtown from, from North York, which is, like, a 40-minute subway ride. And... I, don't, I can't imagine being in, in quarantine for, for as long as you've been, because at, at some point, like, dude, it really got to me. Yeah, it no, really I, I, I could, I could tell. Like, it just have you even like during quarantine? No, obviously you've stepped outside every now and then. You know? Yeah, usually I go out at nighttime on drives with Vivek and everything. When it's late at night and not too many people are outside. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've been in quarantine for like the past eight months. Maybe I go outside maybe one or two times a month and everything to see um, Vivek and you sometimes. Yeah. Um, I stopped working eight months ago, so my my whole schedule is kind of wonky compared to everybody else's. I wake up at like 8 to 10, maybe even at midnight, and I stay up until the afternoon. I just play video games and talk to my... Well, I'll talk to you guys on Discord and stuff like that, but other than that, I'm literally just inside. Like, 
but yeah, it's been pretty lonely, man. Yeah. <laughs> I could say that it got to me. Um, in terms of my mental health and everything and how it's been affected, I think three or four months ago I started, I, I got onto, uh, you know, medication that the doctors gave me because um, it got too much to a certain point or I just couldn't handle it anymore. And ever since I started, I felt a little bit better. But I feel like there's a part of me that still wants to, you know, I just want to go in and enjoy life. But for the better good, I know I should probably stay inside. Like, I live with my grandparents and my uncle and everything, and I really hate for something to happen to them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just going to bear with it until hopefully a vaccine is out or, you know, herd immunity becomes a thing in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So for the time being, I'm just I'm just chilling inside. Yeah. What about you, Christina? Did you work at all during quarantine? I've been working this whole pandemic. Uh, I worked at Dollarama, so we were essential. Um, and it was quite hectic, not gonna lie. Like, we were super understaffed. Let's say about six people were able to work. So I had to work like a lot of nine hour shifts for a part timer. And it was very like, almost dehumanizing because of the way people treated us during the pandemic. You think that you'd have to be a little nicer to people who are doing essential work and risking their lives every day, but I received a lot of racist things, um, dealt with a lot of angry customers, you know. I even dealt with young kids who learned from their parents, like I was at work one time at Dollarama and this one little girl, she was so young and she was like, coronavirus! And then she ran away from me. Oh my god. Like, oh, is it because you're Asian? Yeah. Oh man, yeah, I know and those ones. I was yeah. like surprised. Like, this is the world we live in right now. Like, this is what's going on. You know? Yeah. I quit that job. You know, things are came, became better. But just the people around me, I definitely don't think we're taking the pandemic seriously. Especially my own father. He was always out every night, especially on weekends. It's like, what can you be doing when everything is closed down? Definitely partying and, you know, just risking my brother who has basically no shots at all to just do these things for fun. And I feel like there are like two different types of people in this pandemic. There's the people who take extra lengthy care and just the people who are still living the regular life. And it's just how can you just live your regular life and just not think about how other people are doing right now? Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of crazy because, as much as our, because knowing Asian parents, they're they're, they're very very wary of health. Mm. Um, but it's so ironic because, like, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Like, I didn't treat the quarantine as strictly as I should have. But one thing that I I know I shouldn't have, but I excused myself for it was the fact that during quarantine, my grandparents were working every day. Oh, man, yeah. And it's like, okay, um, <laughs> if, if they're working every day, then what's the point of me, like, staying at home then, you know? Yeah, it's true. Because, That's, that sense. I can yeah. see why you And it's like, they're always talking about this, uh, this, like, how dangerous it is to go outside and how we shouldn't go outside. But honestly, because they work in, like, a warehouse, so... There's a lot more people there. There's a lot of materials coming in from different, like, unknown places that, you know, we don't know. And 
I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of funny to me. And I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I don't want to be that guy, but when I was going out during quarantine, like as long as you're going out and being safe and knowing how the virus spreads, going outside is not that bad. But with that being said, you have to be really, really, really cautious about it. Yeah, I, yeah, you do. Because I went out a lot as well, but I always try to avoid like traffic time. So yeah. four o'clock, um, definitely when a lot of people are going home from work. Like, it was always the fear that after one o'clock, that's when it would get really busy. So I would always try to avoid people, but then I would think I'm still going outside and I'm still risking myself and I'm still risking people at home. It's okay. I totally understand though. What's it called? Um, although, yeah, yeah, I've been in like quarantine for the past like eight months now and everything. My grandma doesn't want me to go back to work, and she doesn't want me going outside too much. But my, my, uh, my grandpa and my uncle are still working at the moment, and they go out to work almost every single day. I think three, four days out of the week, and uh, I totally get it. You know, it's like you know, my uncle and my grandpa haven't caught COVID. Or anything yet. Maybe they're just maybe their workplaces, and maybe they're just safer than most other people. But my grandma doesn't want me going outside at all. My um, my grandma and um, my my cousin from my mom's side of the family recently got coronavirus and everything. And uh, what's it called? They they actually treated it. They they were actually a lot better off than most other people. Maybe it's because they're healthy. Maybe it's their immune system or something. But but I'm not sure. Like now I'm now I'm like constantly doubting myself. I'm like, is this virus really really that bad? But at the same time, it's kind of like, um, I you know I even even if it may not be bad, even if some people are or are are stronger to it than others, I don't know about me myself i don't know about my grandma and i don't know about everyone else on the other side of my family and everything and i and i really don't want to put them at risk so yeah i feel uh, like the thing about it is we don't see enough of the negative effect of covid like when you think about it all you see on the news is what places are more you know susceptible to the virus just numbers and yeah. just yeah literally just numbers we don't see like actual things that are happening to people like until you go online like social media you'll see like a bit of it that people are losing lives and really important family members are you know really suffering from these things but the, the news the most important news that you know only is giving you numbers and never something like just an actual idea of what is actually going on yeah, true. I, you know what? To be honest with you, I think America's the same way. Yeah. Like, you see their numbers go up Only and numbers. up every single day. You just never see anything else. Just yeah, you never see anything else. And I feel like there are still a majority of Americans living in America and everything. They just live their life normally. Yeah, they just live their life, life normally. Even celebrities are living their life normally. Yeah. Like, I think... I think I think in the U.S., I think already, well, no, sorry, more than 200,000 Americans have already died the past couple of months from coronavirus and everything. But you don't really see, um, you don't really see the news telling people about what it really does to you and everything. I think all they see is numbers and everybody else is just living their normal life. So 
they they treat it as like the regular flu you know a lot of people are exactly. like you know the flu kills more people than coronavirus per year but then you also have to take a look at the severity of it and everything and what other stuff it can do to you even if it might not kill you it could severely damage your respiratory system for the rest of your life and it can put you in a coma it can put you in a coma as well i believe yeah if it gets too serious and after you go on that uh on the ventilator yeah i don't know it's a super serious thing well, yeah building off of what you said um yeah i think it's kind of funny uh that in the news i've never seen any um like what is it called um what's the word I know the word you're talking about. Just qualified. Yes. Yeah, I, I've never seen any qualified, like, uh, scientist or doctor come up and just spend, like, an hour just educating what the virus does. They're always talking about how many people have gotten the virus, what symptoms you should be looking out for, which is really bad because if, if you're talking about symptoms, a lot of diseases have the same symptoms. You can't really, yeah, like, sure, fever, cough, like sore throat... Uh, sneezing like what <laughs> like these are symptoms of the common flu and these are also symptoms of more severe diseases that you can allergies. And, and basic allergies as well so you can't really just tell the general public if you're experiencing experiencing these symptoms like that's not going to get to them right because a lot of people are very visual um yeah like they need to see people dying yeah. like essentially which is fucked up but um, it is what it is. That's how people are. And, like, I hate having to go, like, force myself to go on the internet, look through all these sources and make sure that they're credible, mm-hmm. and, and finally feel somewhat educated on what coronavirus is and how it affects you. Yeah, like the worst thing is, is that you have to use the word somewhat instead exactly. of actually knowing. Yeah, yeah, that's actually really bad. Uh, yeah, a lot of people nowadays are really misinformed. Really like, misinformed. At work, people would tell me the most bullshit, crazy thing ever. Like you know, temperature checks. Yeah. Um, I have we have to temperature check at my store, and I am always at the door because I'm more taller than a lot of my coworkers, that's so funny. it's easier yeah. to notice me be like hi there i just have to check your temperature and sanitize your hands as well like just quick and easy and many many older women would be like that's gonna give me brain damage that's gonna give me a headache um i've seen videos where people are like that's gonna mess with my sexuality like things like this from temperature check which is just infrared laser meanwhile they're using their phones all day and they're using wi-fi like these things also can damage your brain like I know those There's ones. There's a lot of misinformation going on. Yeah, I know those ones. Uh, what's it called? Actually, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to call my auntie's friend Sarah. <laughs> yeah, let's call her Sarah. Anyway, uh, so Sarah basically goes out and buys a mask at Walmart. And then she um, she puts the mask up to her face after she gets home. And then she, she tries to breathe through it, right? <laughs> and uh, she goes to my aunt and tells my aunt, um, Sarah's like... This mask, this mask is too cheap. It doesn't work. I can breathe through it. Watch this. <sighs> and she's like, see, I can, I, can, I can breathe through it. That means this mask doesn't work. And uh, my auntie's like, huh, you're right. This mask doesn't work. 
And then she, she gives me a phone call and she's like, oh, be careful when you buy your mask and everything because if you can breathe through it, it's not going to work properly. But the thing is, coronavirus is not an airborne virus. It's a, it's a particle virus. It, it spreads through the uh, spit particles coming from your saliva and everything when you speak, when you breathe, when you cough, and when you sneeze. And uh, basically what the mask is supposed to do, it's supposed to catch all of those particles and prevent it from spreading to you, or do the reverse. It's supposed to catch those particles, leave it on the outside layer, I presume, and prevent it from getting to you. That's why uh, masks are so effective in reducing the spread of coronavirus and everything. So <laughs> based on that kind of stuff, like, I, people should be... <laughs> A lot more informed. I don't think I don't think people should go around spreading silly rumors like this. And I think that people should definitely take their time and and research for themselves how yeah. how they can prevent the spread of coronavirus. Yeah. How can how they can reduce the spread of coronavirus to others. Yes, the virus doesn't live long on some certain some certain surfaces like you know plastic, uh, leather, hair, stuff like that. That's because. Uh, viruses naturally die off in in those kind of environments but they last a lot longer on things like metal and glass and stuff like that that's also another reason as to why hand sanitizer is a very good thing you keep your hands clean you keep everything else clean for the majority of the time at least yeah i don't know there are so many people that are misinformed about, about coronavirus all they do is take a look and see the numbers and everything but they should really really go out of the way their way and be more informed because you know at the end of the day you might just save someone else's life whether it be your friends your family somebody you don't even know or even better you might as well you you might have just saved your own life as well yeah but that's that's misinformity of uh coronavirus and everything i don't know question how do you guys feel about those clear masks those clear masks like the ones that show your mouth yeah are you, are you talking about the plastic face shields? Yeah. No, not even the no, face no, shield. No, no, like, like masks like this? But it doesn't cover your mouth. Like, it's just the mouth area. Wait, really? Cover. It doesn't cover your nose? Um, no, like, you see how this mask will cover my nose to my chin? Yeah. The other one will, it does block your nose as a view, but air can still come through. That's here. true. It's just a space. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's like... I've seen I've, I've seen a post. That's just because people are, people the moment that because because everyone's so fucking unfit, <laughs> people feel like the moment their nose is covered they can't breathe for shit. Yeah. Like wearing a mask only that that only covers your mouth is like wearing underwear that only covers your balls. Yeah. It makes no fucking sense. Like, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't hide shit. It doesn't hide jack shit. Like, what's the point? Yeah. Hold. Have you guys seen those Instagram posts where it's like, you know, people cut holes in their mask <laughs> to, uh, to smoke like cigarettes? Oh my god, like, yeah. As it's an aesthetic. Yeah. And uh, what's it called? Um, there's also that guy, Every yeah, bringing you back to the unfit part. There was this guy who wanted to prove to other people that you can actually breathe with a mask on. I think people are just overreacting and stuff like that. But this guy has asthma, and I think he put on a total of 96 masks while jogging or running or something. And then he and smoked 10 cigarettes. And he smoked 10 yeah. cigarettes, and he was still able to breathe through it, you mm. know? Like, come on, man. Like, you see that, and then... No, because it's so... It, like. 
Because people don't like being wrong either. It's it's so weird. I can't comprehend how people make assumptions in their head and then and then feel okay with themselves. Like they 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 put a shot in the dark and then just, just like so engrave right. it yeah. in their head and then just like yeah this is how it is. Like I I, I don't I'm I don't not get wrong. It. I'm always I'm, right. I'm not wrong. You know? I'm always right. And if somebody proves me wrong, if it's a video, it's fake. Yeah, it's fake. And and, and, and like flat earth I believers, just, man. I can't I can't comprehend it. I, I don't understand. I don't have anything against flat earth believers, but it sounds like a flat earth believer. I have everything against flat earth believers. <laughs> oh my god. You know what strikes me about the weirdest thing is that the the only time I've ever met a flat earth believer um, was my dad's friend, but this guy—it's so weird because you know it just does—it doesn't make sense that the Earth is flat. It just doesn't. Not to me, at least. Maybe maybe you can prove me wrong. But this guy is a genius. Mm. This guy is an actual <laughs> genius. Like this guy is straight A, technological genius, can like mine Bitcoin and solve math equations on the spot, and he's knowledgeable about like every single subject that there is. But he believes in that the Earth is flat. Like that is so weird. Also. I recently saw this post on Instagram uh, about f- flat earth believers and it's like, you know, in 1943 or 19, I don't know when the Pearl Harbor attack was, not gonna lie, but yeah, um, the flat earth believers are starting to think that the attack on Pearl Harbor wasn't real and it was all fabricated because they can't, they cannot comprehend that uh, that airplanes fly <laughs> or like airplanes were were able to re- they they can't comprehend that airplanes were able to reach um hawaii where, where pearl harbor is i think um because they think that <laughs> japanese planes flew all the way from japan to the other side of the world which is like an ungodly amount of like <laughs> ungodly length <laughs> to pearl harbor like if they can if they're smart enough to comprehend that planes can't fly that distance, why can't they comprehend that the Earth is flat, you know? Like, yeah. I just don't understand. I don't know, it's, it's yeah. pretty ridiculous. It's, it's just like, I don't know, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense like to me. flat earthers are also very, like, close-minded, to be honest. Like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, just, I'm only... You know, it's because they're on Earth, and they've only seen what they see ahead of them, which is flat. And... I guess maybe. I don't, do flat earthers travel? Is uh, that a really weird question? I, I, think, <laughs> I think they do, but you know, they might take the long route. Okay, I guess so. Or even even if they even if they don't, like, because a flight from here to Asia still takes approximately like 17 hours, right? Like, why don't you just get the idea? Like, we're not on a flat earth. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what to say because I cannot think like a flat earther. It's like uh, being able to see that one side of the wall, but not being exactly. able to yeah. know or try to think about what's behind it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It just it just doesn't make sense. It's kind of like, yeah. yeah. It's just I, I'm starting I'm starting to realize how vis- like visual people are. Yeah. Like our brains evolved so that the back of our heads are are the the I forgot what it's called, but but the back of our head is responsible for our vision, right? Yeah. We used to have huge huge like back portions of our head have you seen because alien, we please hmm? have you seen alien please <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no but like our, the back of yeah. our heads used to be huge and that's because we did need to see right we need to yeah. see for predators and shit but we evolved so that the front of our heads would be bigger yeah right and that's where most of our rational thinking comes <laughs> it's like I, I can't believe that we still depend that much on sight because like there's so many things that we can't see 
Yeah, we've evolved for like hundreds of thousands of years to become the perfect like organisms that we are now. But yeah. many of us are just still so blindsided by so many things. It doesn't make sense, man. It really doesn't make sense. Like, we can't even see the inside of ourselves. We can't see our brains. We don't even know what consciousness is. And people are still like believing just the most outrageous things because they just haven't seen things yet yeah okay so how about mental health and coronavirus um i know it's a serious thing but i feel like a lot of us are going the way it's so funny because we said we were going to save coronavirus for last but we we're just talking about okay okay no no, no it's no, okay i don't want to talk about this okay okay, okay. what do you want to talk about i don't know what i want to talk about <laughs> i don't know i don't know no, but it's it's kind of hard not to talk about it because our our whole lives kind of revolve around it at the moment, right? Yeah. Like we've been going through this shit for a year, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it. Yeah. No, I don't know, man. Like our whole lives before this was dependent on you know our jobs, our friendships, our relationships, and everything. You know, we didn't have to give a care in the world about getting sick you know if, yeah. if, oh, if you got sick you know let's let's go to the movie theaters anyway you know <laughs> like yeah. it's all right you know i'm just i'm just sick but now now we gotta stay inside and everything and a lot of the things that we used to be able to do a lot of the things that we're so conditioned to do has now changed like everything changed overnight we're in a lockdown now we're by ourselves for the most of it we barely go to work more than half of us you know, I feel like it's really affecting a lot of our mental health and everything. Yeah. So I feel as if a lot of people could relate to this kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. And mental health, it's... Oh, man, I hate that phrase. I hate I hate the phrase mental health. It, mm -hmm. gets, it, it, it gets thrown around so, so much. Yeah, a lot of, yeah, especially in our, so in our like society. Social media, yeah. our generation. Culture, yeah. It's like... Well, like I'm, I'm just wondering what people really what think it means, yeah. right? Like, yeah, honestly, like a lot of people nowadays really throw around depression like it's, like it's nothing. Like a tennis ball. Yeah, like it's a tennis ball. You know, you throw it, you catch it, you have it. But mm -hmm. it's not really how, how depression works. You know, you don't just get depression. Well, some people do just get depression. Some depression could be seasonal. Some, a, a lot of it could be factorial about your life and everything. But uh, for a majority of it, you know, nowadays in our in our culture and society, people are just throwing around the words depression like, "Oh, I'm depressed." You might be depressed. You might not even have a. Uh, you 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 might be depressed. You might not have a diagnosis for it. But there are also a lot of people out there that are just saying they're depressed when really. They're just sad. Yeah, I don't know. Just, it's and, and and it's okay to be sad. You know, like sadness is an integral part of our life. Yeah. If you're extremely sad, and you know why you're sad, and you know the things that will help you. Okay, here's the thing about depression that I do know. Mm -hmm. uh, when they do brain scans of people who are depressed, there's a very, there's there's activity in the prefrontal cortex, which is your thinking oh, side. Hmm? Is it the what? No, nothing, no. Sorry, sorry. I'm fucking deaf. <laughs> no, don't worry about um, it. But the activity in that part of your brain that requires a lot of thinking, it's very inactive. It's very inconsistent. And so that's one thing that if you guys have didn't know already, you should, you should keep in mind. So if someone is really, truly depressed, then they'll do things that don't necessarily make sense. 
they, they'll do things that do not benefit them and um, they just won't be able to think straight mm -hmm. it's like it's like the whole you know not being able to get, get out of bed yeah. type of thing right oh, like, yeah, like you know you have to and you know there's things you should do it's yeah it's rational you know just yeah. wake up just get out of bed but you don't want to you know yeah. eating too I know I should eat. My stomach hurts, but I don't feel hungry, so I'm not gonna eat anyway. Or, yeah. you know, it's I know it's nighttime, or I know it's this time where I need to go to sleep at, but I just can't. You yeah, know? I, I kind of see what you mean. I know what you're going for. Yeah, and and um, oh, what was I gonna say? Um, a lot of the times when you're depressed, your your mind tends to be relatively empty. Right. It's not. It's not. It's not a lot of like. Like, yeah, like, it's, it, there's not a lot of thinking going on. It's just, it's just pure feeling. And most of that time, that feeling is emptiness. And the weird thing about depression, if it's not chronic, well, sorry, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that because I'm speaking out of my ass at that point. But the weird, the weird thing about depression is that it's, it can be on and off as well. It can be, you can be feeling like the happiest person in one week. And then the next week, it could be like the worst feeling ever. And it could just be absolutely nothing. And one thing that I've heard from um, a friend is that the one thing that leads people to commit suicide the most when they're depressed is, if I were to simplify it, it would be uh, them feeling that there's not really a way out, which of course, you know, that makes sense, right? But um, it's there, there's a little bit more context to it. It's not just the fact that you don't feel like you have a way out. It's more like you've experienced these inconsistent up and downs. Some of the ups can be like your your best your best ups, and then when you when you get back to that depressive state, it can be your worst worst downs. And it, it's just that constant up and down that depressed people get really tired of, and that's when they feel like they have no hope, and that's when they kind of take their own lives. Yeah. So when it comes to like mental health with coronavirus. Um, I feel like at, at, I'm not too, I guess, uh, worried too much about, about you guys. I can't speak on behalf of other people, but you guys and myself, like I wasn't worried and I'm still not worried too much about my mental health and coronavirus because so far it's just been a really, really like, I've just been in a, a in a valley of just everything feels like shit. And I know I'm not having those ups and downs, you know. I just yeah. know everything is shit. And then it's just kind of that slow, slow, gradual like acceptance coming along. Yeah, I understand that definitely. Yeah, so I I for me, I don't feel too, I'm like I'm already starting to feel like I'm accepting a lot of things, so I don't feel too too bad. I I I'm more worried about like um after coronavirus. Like, if we were to go back on, like, the loneliness thing, like, I'm constantly thinking about, like, who has been talking to me the most during coronavirus? And who, how have certain people been treating me during coronavirus? How have I been treating myself? How have my interactions changed with certain people? And when coronavirus ends, how am I going to feel if that stays constant? How am I going to feel if... if just completely changes on a whim because then it feels fake yeah and then i'll feel even more lonely you know 
life is quote unquote supposed to feel normal supposed to feel normal after this pandemic i think everyone's idea is like oh pandemic okay pandemic's over everyone can go back to living normal again but what is normal after that yeah what is like... normal after this whole year of like just tragicness for everyone like what is normal and as a lot of people i spoke to they're like i just want everything to go normal again what is the normal are you going to still be talking to these people are you going to be living your daily life going to school normally you're not going to be like there's still going to be like this little bit of pandemic left in the world like nothing's going to be the same i kind of know what you're talking about because i'm like you know i'm always like I just, I can't wait until this pandemic is over so everything can go back to normal again. So, so like, I can see my girlfriend again. It's going to be normal after yeah. this. So I'm back to work and everything. But after after being in quarantine for so long, honestly, I, it feels like I want everything to go back to normal again. But I feel like I've lost sight and I don't remember what normal is anymore. Mm-hmm. Like now is the new normal. If I were to continue living this way, I understand why I have to do it. I understand it now. And I, I feel like I kind of lost sight of normal. But uh, the loneliness part and everything, oh man, like when, when quarantine started, I think for about six weeks, I was, I was barely eating anything. And I lost like, I lost 10, 15 pounds in weight or what, seven kilograms in weight or give or take or eight. And, uh, you know, I, was, I just wanted everything to go back to normal again. I wanted to go back to work. I wanted to see my friends. I wanted to go out. And enjoy life like I always did. Uh, maybe I took it for granted. Oh, well, I, I did take it for granted, you know. I thought everything was normal back then, but now it's kind of like, oh man, these were nice things we used to have, but not anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Now I am asking, what's normal though? Yeah. One one good thing that's coming about for me during this quarantine is just uh, learning to accept who I am and love myself i know it's very cliche but like if there's one thing that i learned about self-love during this quarantine it's a fucking scam it's 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 so bullshit because like before quarantine i think for the past year i've been preaching a lot of self-love to people who felt down before coronavirus Right, preaching self-love and preaching the importance of it all. But then when quarantine hit, I think in the middle of, of the whole period that we've been experiencing so far, that state of being truly... Bi- like, there's one thing to have people who are struggling with you and then being able to help them. And then there's one thing to really just be alone and then stuck with yourself and then realize, wow, I am like absolutely nothing. Like, I, I feel... Like, I don't, I don't have any self-worth. And, like, I can't preach to myself how important self-love is because it doesn't work then. Um, but, yeah, like, being forced to be on my ones, um, it's, it has actually helped me a lot. And I, I, obviously, it's not the same for certain people. I've, I've joined a few Discord servers, and I know that, like, it's really getting to certain people. But... I feel like, um, obviously this doesn't apply to everyone, but I feel like the moment you realize how truly alone you are, or or how like you have nothing going on for yourself, 
at that very moment, like in terms of like other people helping you, I think when that moment comes and you truly realize it is when uh, two things can happen. Like either you realize it and you're just like, holy shit, all I have is myself and I have to work on that. Or the second option is, holy shit, I have myself and I only have myself and I hate myself and I don't want to live anymore. So that's like the most significant thing that's kind of, uh, I guess, that I've kind of seen throughout this whole quarantine. Yeah, there, there are definitely a lot of people going through the motions and taking quarantine um, a lot differently in terms of mental health and everything. You have a lot of people, a lot of different kinds of people that are coping with it in uh, different ways and everything. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, to be honest, not everyone's alone in this. If, uh, I guess, I guess I'm going to talk to the camera now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you're, you're not really alone, you know? There are many people going through quarantine. There are many people who are isolating themselves and, and feeling alone in this and becoming depressed or already being depressed or having it hit them harder than 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 it has ever been before um but to be honest like you're not the only one going through it because you know i i know what you're going through i'm sure christina knows what you're going through and i think lewis knows what you're going through too you know being being lonely and uh being being lonely in this time doesn't really mean that you're lonely you'll always have somebody to talk to whether it be your friends or your parents if you don't have parents then maybe it's your sibling or something but uh you know you're, you're never truly alone and um you you will really really never know who's there for you unless you until you really really do find out i had i had one of my friends commit suicide earlier this year and everything he's been um He's been depressed, I believe, a majority of his life. Even even him as a child and everything, there were some of those tendencies and everything. And um, no matter how hard he tried, or no matter how hard I think he tried, or his friends think he tried, he I feel like he couldn't get anywhere. But sometimes it could be as easy. It's not easy, but sometimes it could be as easy as just telling somebody else how you feel and everything. Or maybe see a doctor. To be honest with you, I was I was never really one to like medicine, antidepressants. I, I always figured, you know, I could get through this shit. You know, I'll be fine. Talk to a friend uh, about how I feel. And it did help. It helped me cope. It, it helped me keep my depression at bay and everything. And, you know, the, one of the only reasons why I decided to go on antidepressants was because I, I felt like I had nowhere else to go to. I, I I had those thoughts, those dark thoughts that um, that that scared me, and uh, that's why I went and seek additional help and stuff like that. Yeah, but um, you know, if if you're going through this stuff, just know that you're not alone. Yeah, you can always talk to us about it. I'm <laughs> yeah, sure, I'm sure that we'd be more than happy to um, to talk to you. No, for sure. You know, I know how it feels to be lonely. I know I know how it feels to not have that many friends growing up. I know how it feels to not have parents growing up either. So, you know. 
I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. And even people with friends, even people with parents growing up and everything could still feel the same way, you know? We're only human. And um, to speak on behalf of uh, the other side, if these words aren't really getting to you, because I know that um, for the other, I guess, group of, of people who are, I guess, not like a little bit more, I guess the word could be skeptical about not being alone. Like I've, I've heard these words from, from, from people, whether it be within my own life or the influ influencers that I really do look up to. I've heard these words of like, you're not alone and whatnot. And I've, I have tried to really talk my feelings out to other people. And I've, sometimes the worst part is the worst case scenario where you do all these things, you do all these things, you talk to the people to, to try to get some stuff out so that you could feel a little bit better. And you try to keep convincing yourself that you're not alone and you're actually making an effort only to, at the end of the day, feel even more alone than you were before. Um, to those of you who are feeling that way, to those of you who are feeling like us telling you that you're not alone is literally just white noise to you, um, then all I can really say is it's it's... It would be worth a try to to really take a good hard look at yourself in the mirror and realize that there's there's a lot that you can do with that and that you can also be your own uh, best friend as well yeah. and yeah oh, no, no, no. sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you and um, even if at the end of the day you feel like you have nobody but yourself, just obviously still know that you still have people to talk to. It is one thing to, 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 to practice loving yourself and being okay, like loving yourself and being fine with being alone. But that doesn't mean that that's your only course of, of, of action that's available to you. Sometimes... Uh, loving yourself comes with uh, being able to more uh, appreciate um, being social with others as well. So, yeah. Now that we've, uh, yeah, yeah, that's good, yeah. Now that we've talked about all the sad stuff, you know, um, I think we should talk about something better, like opportunities that have arisen, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like... Um, on a, on a better note, I feel like a lot of things have changed. Yes, a lot of things have changed within the past year and everything, but maybe some new opportunities have arisen for you. Maybe, maybe you are staying at home now, and now that you're away from your regular job, you have enough time to really think of what you want to do in the future or what you want to do now. Uh, for example, like I wanted to do something productive, and uh, I wanted to at least, at least make some money um, during quarantine and everything I want to be able to provide for myself and I want to see if I can use this money that I have now to, to push myself a little bit further in life so um, 
I recently started investing and I feel like it's a lot it's it's something that a lot of us are actually capable of but it's something that school never taught us so um, if you guys ever want to you know look into investing it's a really great opportunity to invest in now more than ever because everything is down now you know? a lot of um, a lot of public companies lost a lot of money over the past couple of years and if you're willing to put some money into it now while all the companies are, are cheap and down um, in the next couple of years when those big companies go back up you might be able to you know have your savings increase like you know well, why keep your money in why keep your money in in a bank account in a savings account with a 1.5% or 2% interest rate every single year when you could get a 20% return or a 50% return depending on what you invest on you know make make your money work for you find these new opportunities for you and a lot of people who have recently stopped working I'm like recently I started seeing a lot of Facebook ads and um, and food on Instagram being sold by like regular people like you and I and they're they're kind of doing that gig to um, you know supplement their earnings or make a little bit extra on the side and it's a great opportunity to do so because now more than ever we have more times to ourselves more time to pursue our hobbies maybe it's photography maybe it's youtube maybe it's live streaming maybe it's something as small as cooking you know or a podcast <laughs> you know? yeah or, or a podcast because you know we don't really have anything better to do meanwhile <laughs> to be honest yeah. with you guys but uh yeah i think i think one good way of fighting depression is uh definitely you know doing something good for yourself and making yourself feel good i don't know we have so much time now to do whatever we want, really. Even mm. if we're working, the majority of us aren't really working full-time. Even though we still have university classes and college courses and everything, we're, it's not like we're spending any time on transportation or any extra money on going out to eat and stuff like that. So, you know, might as well do something nice with your time and pursue what you really want to do. Like, you, you still want to do, like, video editing, right? Yeah, of and, course. And yeah. sometimes producing, as maybe even Sino. Not Sino. No, you don't want. Uh, no, Sino is um, done. Sino's done. Sino's done. You, you don't want to post another, you know. Um, I already got Redbone playing well in the no, kitchen and go to No, no. <laughs> maybe I'll make. Maybe I will make a, a, a separate, you know, account just to post memes and shit posts. But we'll see. Yeah. Are you doing anything? creative or anything with your time? Are you still doing photography? I've just been really busy with work. I feel like hearing both your perspectives on like you guys going through the quarantine, I feel like I'm definitely on another like, I've definitely been going through it a lot different than you guys have. Um, I didn't really feel a lot of depression or sadness during the quarantine. Um, a lot of the quarantine was really, I just kept trying to work on myself. This quarantine, um, for years, I've been trying to build my personality, who I am, I'm just trying to figure out what I want or what to do. And you know, guys, you guys have been knowing that I've been struggling with school and all those things like that, like especially dealing with a lot of my social, anxiety issues like a lot of that had affected me for so much years that when it came to this empty pocket of quarantine I finally decided like maybe 
this is the time for me to actually do something for myself and I was able to start that off with like photography and whatnot but as quarantine continued I started feeling a little dull in a sense of like to create art it was more like I have to only create art because people want me to create art or people want to shoot with me or people want me to draw certain things I never created art for myself as the time went by and I just kind of saw people and I always saw like they would create things and just watch people and I just sat there and I just didn't know what to do I just continued my everyday type of thing I started realizing like maybe it's time you know I slowly try to do something for myself and work on myself and I've been you know, I work as a sales associate, like, who would have ever thought that I was able to actually work a job like that and that I have my own little small photography business, like I never thought that I would be able to do that. Like, to be independent, that was never something I thought I would, I could have the possibility of being because I used to be so codependent on a significant other or someone in my life. And for me to finally do something for my own, it's definitely something different. Like, just going through the thought of this is how I can continue my life now but with quarantine still going on I still find it a little bit difficult especially with just the idea of I can't connect with a lot of friends anymore or I lose that thought of there are friends out there and I always thought that there was never friends out there but slowly I started learning that there are people and there are friends and people will actually reach out to you even if you don't think they're the type of people to reach out to you and like today like right now i never thought that i would be in this situation part of a podcast who would have thought <laughs> it's definitely a different seeing everyone's perspective and point of view but i'm really just working on myself and trying to create more art for myself even though it's really hard i'm trying that's just pretty good. You're, you're like, you're like a whole soldier. What the hell? Yeah, I'm no. just trying to make it. <laughs> no, no, that, that's actually amazing. You know, yeah. there, there are actually not that many people who, who are able to do that kind of stuff, especially when they underestimate themselves. Because you know, a lot of people are quite capable of becoming greater things than they are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Buddhist religion. You know, you. There, there's no. I think Buddhist religion is like this. There's no such thing as God, but the religion I think is based on this. You do greater good for yourself and others to, I guess, transcend yeah, yeah. who you are and be better as a person. And something as small as that is like, I don't know. Hearing that is, it's awesome. Getting over your own personal obstacles and then getting to places that you never thought you would have ever been. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Like, it's it's. It's good. A lot of people don't think that they can make things out of themselves, and a lot of people underestimate themselves when they're actually a lot better than who they think they are. They can do greater things than what they originally think. You used to work at Dollarama, you know, not really enjoying your job, and now you're you're a sales associate, which is which is a quite a big step up, you know. It is a big step up. And uh, before you might have enjoyed photography and everything. But now you're enjoying photography while making money at the same time. Now you even have your own small photography business, which is awesome too. 
you know you can you can i'm sure you can i'm sure that you'll be able to continue to do great things and i'm sure you'll have a bright future for yourself a majority of us do or a lot of us do i think like with this quarantine i definitely realized like i have the capability to do these things yeah and all of these times like i think it stemmed a lot from being so dependent and thinking that i can't do these things for myself because i have to do these things for someone yeah you know this time i decided to just pick up my pants and just walk yeah and just keep going yeah, they're your shoes. They're your legs. It's your body. You can always decide what you want to do with it. If you're ever in an unhappy situation, you know, you have, I guess you have two choices, you know. If you're in an unhappy situation, I'm sure you have two doors that you can go through. I think we talked about this the other, other uh, day, yeah. It's like, you know, there are two doors you can go through. You have two paths or maybe even more than that. You can choose to go through one door and be risky you know you, you might not uh this this might be we'll, we'll call that the bad situation you might can you might continue the lifestyle that you're choosing now and uh you choose to go through that door and then you don't know what's behind that door but when you open that door and walk through you don't see what's under you it might be a cliff that you fall down and can never get back up or you can try to think and see what you can really do for yourself and maybe there's something better on the, the other side. Maybe you can choose to open that door and keep walking and keep climbing stairs to get higher and higher in your life and achieve more personal things for yourself. Go through, go through your own achievements and, and just be better. Have a healthy lifestyle. It's never too late to go back mm -hmm. and uh, rethink your decisions. And it's never too late to change who you are and change what you'd want to do. Maybe you've always wanted to go to school, so now you're going to go to school. Maybe you've always wanted to do photography or film, film editing or producing and stuff like that. And now you're actually pursuing it, and now you're happy doing it. And if you make money doing it, that's even better. Yeah. I was never one to take a hobby and turn it into a job, but if it's, yeah, if it's what you truly like doing, then why not just keep doing it? If it keeps yeah. you happy and it puts you in a better place, wouldn't you choose that place, that happier place, instead of the miserable place you were last year, mm -hmm. last week, last month? <laughs> yeah. you know? like, it's, it's like the most liberating thing, like to know that every single choice that you make is yours. Yeah. Like, and even, uh, even if it's bad, even if you fall down a cliff and there's no way of getting back up, it's, it's really nice to know that this is what you did this yeah. is what you decided and this is how like you can learn from the experience yeah, you, this is, yeah you're gonna learn from it and it's it's exciting to to see how the future will play out even if you have a really bad fall you know it's yeah. like you're the author of your own book no there's no we don't like reading books without drama right yeah so, it's like, true if, yeah <laughs> like being able to write your own drama which it on, on, on the surface level sounds very bad but <laughs> being able to write your own drama or better yet being able to write um how that dr how that drama and that climax comes to a resolution like a very peaceful one is is uh, it's great it's yeah. it's like freedom yeah and uh sometimes you know even though you might fall down that very very far sorry 
even though you might fall down from that very high cliff and everything, who's to not say that there, there's another door for you? Mm -hmm. Or another two doors, you know? You can choose to make the same mistake again, or you can choose to be better and just keep working towards what makes you happy. Yeah. Uh, I, I dropped out of school, like, quite a bit of time ago, you know? Yeah. I, I figured that that school wasn't right for me. I didn't want to do it, and I wanted to make something out of my life. I wanted to get ahead of everybody else. And uh, I, I definitely didn't want to go into my adulthood and owe a lot of money to the government or schools and stuff like that or parents. And I wanted to pursue what I wanted to do. I wanted to pursue business and I wanted to, um, well, ultimately I wanted to start investing, which I'm doing now, you know. And to be honest with you, I have never been, even though, even though a couple months ago I was kind of miserable in my room, you know, before I... Yeah, even even though I was miserable in my room a couple of months ago, I never would have been the person who I am now without going through those those rings of fire. Definitely. I, I never would have been the person who I am now. I never would have been in the place where I am now without making those mistakes, making those bad mistakes, making those good mistakes and everything, mm -hmm. or choosing those good things, you know? So, just yeah, you can just learn from your experiences and just be better. Just do what you want to do, because at the end of the day, when you live in a first world country like this, you have so much opportunity. I, it might not be the same for living in a third world, but there, there's always a choice for you to do whatever you want, mm -hmm. whether it be good or bad. I was always one for personal happiness, you know? If mm -hmm. you're doing something that you love doing, then why stop? Don't let, don't let parents... Yeah. 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 Don't let yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. Don't that's 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 one. Yeah. yeah. Don't um, let parents tell you what what you want to do. Yeah. You know, there's no point of listening to someone else. You don't want to listen to someone else for the rest of your life. Yeah. If you have, then I'm pretty sure you're already tired of it. You know, just do what you want to do. Just vibe. Just vibe. <laughs> just vibe. Yeah. And, uh, um. As 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 we. As we get older, you know, like oh, man, some 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 of us may have been told when we were younger that we're like a super special snowflake that that can achieve anything we want. And as we grow older, we kind of start to realize nobody's really special. But like a piece of coal. Yeah, yeah, you're you're that piece of coal, that piece of shit your parents yeah. give you every single day on Christmas. But oh man, I think if we were to look on a positive side of things, yeah. Everyone might not be the most unique person out there. We might not all be special, but at the very least, we're still the main characters of our own story. Right? That's true, yeah. So, at least we have that going for us. There's this video. I wish I could show you guys, but I didn't save it. But So, there's a, it's like a bunch of dots, and they're all placed in the same spot. And there's two layers. But each time you move the top layer and try to put, like, just for example, choose one dot in the corner, you match every dot to that dot in the corner. Every dot will always focus towards that one direction. So you will always be the center of something in your own world. Mm -hmm. And that video kind of just showed me like, as much as there's so much people in this world, you are always going to be the center of your own universe. So mm -hmm. you can like make that decision for yourself. It's true, yeah. 
all those friends are side characters. You know, we're yeah. side characters in your life right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a side character in Lewis's life. You know, we're, we're side characters in Christina's life, and you guys are side characters. We're all side characters. But what we choose to dis- what we choose to do and decide for ourselves is what we want. So you know, that's it. <clears throat> what else is there to talk about? I don't know. I think it's been about over an hour. It's been up over an hour. Okay. Should we end the podcast? Yeah, sure. You know, I, I, I you want to call this podcast Smoke Break? Smoke Break. <gasps> That's cool. Yeah, we can call it yeah. Smoke Break. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, how do we end it? Do we just get out of the car? <sighs> yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I lost it. <laughs>